Welcome to The Light of the World, and this is Jerry G. Martin. How do you feel when you know that you've exercised the faith that you have and have asked God for something and you haven't received what you've asked God for? Are you disappointed or do you question your own faith level? Today we are continuing our series on faith. What is it? How is it applied? And how does God work in response to our faith? Jesus Christ taught a series of messages to his disciples so they would know how to stand in the face of tremendous challenges and oppositions. Are you at a place right now where you need God to move in your life? Learn how to exercise your faith and let God move for you. Join us today as we take a look at the scriptures that will help build our faith and help us to exercise our faith to receive the things that God has in store for us. You can have your own ideas about where you need to go. You can listen to other people tell you where you need to go. You can listen to social media or the culture to telling you what you need to do and how you need to do it and how you need to function. But you better hear from Jesus about where you need to go. Too many of us decide where we want to go and start out in a direction and then we want the Lord to come and bless where we decided to go. Lord, this is where I'm going. Now I'm praying that you deliver me. I'm praying that you make me successful in my direction. But the Bible says, in all of your ways, acknowledge the Lord and he will direct your path. He also tells us in that same passage, trust in the Lord with all of your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. Why? He says your understanding is bad. You think it's good, that's what makes it bad. You don't know the end from the beginning. You think you know what you know. You can't see what I can see. You don't know what I know. You think you're going in the right direction. The Bible said there is a way that seems right to a man, but the end thereof is destruction. The Bible said you don't know where you're supposed to go. Not if you're trying to get where God's trying to take you. So he said, ask the Lord. So the very first thing in operating in faith is lining up with God and finding out what he wants to do in your life. Now, if you're saved, I'm going to talk to saved folks. If you're not saved today, this is not for you. You can play on your phone. (laughs) But if you're saved, you need to find the Lord's mind about whatever it is you're trying to do. So that he can take you to that place where he's trying to take you. If you're saved. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Seek him with all of your mind. Trust him with all of your ways. Very first thing. You got to hear from the Lord. Now what did Jesus tell him? Let us go. And when the Lord tells you to go in a direction. And we obey him. We can be confident that he's going with us. He said let us go. I'm going with you. I was thinking about this and I thought about what Moses said to the Lord when he's trying to lead these people out of Egypt and they're out there in the desert and God is trying to take Moses across the lake. I want you to cross over this desert and Moses is is already have an anxiety in his heart about dealing with all these people. And in Exodus 33, 12, Moses said to the Lord, you have been telling me to lead these people, but you have not let me know whom you will send with me. You have said, I know you by name, and I have found, and you have found favor with me. So if you are pleased with me, 
Teach me your ways so I may know you and continue to find favor with you. Remember that this nation is your people. You, you need to help me, Lord, because I don't know what I'm getting ready to do. I don't know how to lead these people. The Lord replied, my presence will go with you and I will give you rest. Then Moses said to him, if your presence does not go with us, do not send us up from here. If you ain't going with me, I ain't going. And that's where you need to be, Lord, until I can hear from you. I'm not moving. Come on, Lord, until I can hear from you. I got a place I need to go. I have some things that need to change. But until I hear from you, you stay there long enough and you're earnest in your heart that you need to hear from God. God hears your heart and God will come alongside of you and God promised to lead you. So Jesus tells them to go to the other side. Now notice that he did not tell them why they were going to the other side. Quite often he's not going to tell you why. He'll just tell you to go. That's our biggest issue. Well, why you want me to go? Until I find out why I'm going to go, I'm not doing anything. Jesus said, let's go to the other side. Remember when the Lord called Abraham, he said, Abraham, leave your home, leave your family, and go to a place that I will show you later. God is looking for somebody who trusts him enough that when they hear him, they'll just obey him. Because he wants to know if you're going to obey me. If you can't obey me to take the first step, I can't trust you to take the last step. The Lord Jesus was saying, just take me at my word and go. And whenever you are committed to God, he will challenge you to go to the other side. There's nobody that ever met God that God let them stay in the same place. I don't care how long you've been saved. I don't care where you are right now. When you are committed to God, God is going to put you on a move. Because God has a mission. God is always working around you. God always has something he's trying to do every day. And when you are fully committed to God, God will put you on the move. God will take you out of your comfort zone. He'll take you out of your comfort zone. He'll take you to a place that you would not go on your own. Everybody want to be significant in their life. Everybody want to have value. Everybody want to accomplish things. Everybody want to be successful. And God says, I understand that. I put that on the inside of you. But you're never going to be successful until you do like I asked you to do. Some of you have been in a place where you are so too long. But the Lord wants you to get up and go to the other side. It's challenging to get up and go. It's going to cost you something. It's going to cost you some effort. It's going to cost you some energy to get up and go to the other side. But you're going to have to trust that whatever is on the other side is for your good. We could have still been in a little hotel room and said, this is good enough. We could have still been there, but the, the Lord laid this property on our hearts and, and said, go and get that property. And we didn't have money to pay for it. But we had to step out in faith and just obey God. And then we had to build this building. And then we paid it off. And then I'm fat, dumb, and happy. And then the Lord says, go and build another building. And I'm saying, go do what? He said, go to the other side. Now he said, let us go to the other side. And I'm thinking, that don't make no sense. But he said, let us go. And I said, okay, I'm going. So the Lord has been trying to get some of you to go to the other side for a long time. Look at what verse 36 said. Leaving the crowd behind, 
They took him along, Jesus, just as he was in the boat. And there were also other boats with him. So if you're going to go with Jesus, you're going to have to leave the crowd behind. Everybody can't see what he see. Everybody can't hear what the Lord is telling you. Matt had to get up and leave the crowd behind. To leave his home, leave the United States, and go to a foreign country where he couldn't speak the language. He had to leave the crowd behind. You see, the crowd will not understand where the Lord is taking you. The crowd will talk you out of your blessing. The crowd will convince you to change course. The crowd can't see where you're going because they walk by sight, but we walk by faith. See, the crowd is just saying, I can't, I can't see that happening. That don't make no sense. But if you're going to go where God wants you to go, you're going to have to leave the crowd behind. Notice that they left the crowd, but they took Jesus. You and Jesus can make it. You don't need a crowd when you have Jesus with you. They said they took him along and put him in the boat. And then verse 37 says, A furious squall came up and the waves broke over the boat so that it was nearly swamped. Jesus was in the stern, sleeping on a cushion. The disciples woke him and said to him, Teacher, don't you care if we drown? Here's the next point I want to give you. Even as you are obedient to God, and take a step of faith to cross over to the other side, storms will come even when Jesus is with you. And you're going where he told you to go, storms will come. A furious storm came up. Matthew says in his gospel about this same passage, he says, without warning, this storm came. Don't expect easy sailing just because you're saved. And you're following the Lord. Don't expect easy sailing. You have an adversary, the devil, who doesn't want you to get to the other side. He doesn't want you to get to your destination and see what God has in store for you. Things can be going well. And all of a sudden, somebody know what I'm talking about. You, you were obeying God and you was happy that you set out in obedience and you trusted God. And things start happening and then all of a sudden, the enemy comes in. But I like what it says in Isaiah 59, 19. When the enemy shall come in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. You don't have to worry about the enemy coming. You don't have to worry about the flood coming as long as Jesus is on your boat. See, it may look like you're going under, but remember Jesus is on board. The scripture tells us that he got up and rebuked the wind and said to the waves, quiet, I'm trying to sleep, be still. Then the winds died down and it was completely calm. Looking at this again and meditating on this, I know he talked to the storm, but I'm thinking he probably said this to the disciples as well, quiet, I'm trying to sleep, be still, what's wrong with you? Don't you know I'm on board? See, now we come back to those two questions. Why are you so afraid when I'm riding with you? Why are you so afraid when I told you to go? Why are you so afraid when you see me sleeping? See, when Jesus is resting, you ought to be resting right along with him. 
It doesn't matter what it looks like because he's in control. He says, why do you have no faith? See, I believe Jesus is asking us now to get in the boat with him and cross over to the other side. I can ask it this way. Are you where you want to be right now? If not, it's time for you to get up and make a move. You've been there long enough. You've been uh, contemplating. You've been considering. You've been wondering. You've been thinking, but you haven't moved. It's time to get up and go to the other side. That doesn't mean you're not connected with Jesus. It means he has a desire to take you to another place. He has a desire to take you to a higher height and a deeper depth. He wants you to get to the place where you can experience his presence and his power. If you will look at this passage in chapter 4 and start reading chapter 5, you'll find out what happened when he got to the other side. When he got to the other side, miracles started to happen. See, before then, in chapter 3 and chapter 4, you got theory. You got teaching. Now you got the practice. You got the power being demonstrated. So a lot of us have been sitting in church for years getting a theory. We've been sitting here listening to the word. We've been sitting here reading the word, but we hadn't practiced it. We haven't seen any signs following. We haven't seen any miracles going on. And the Lord says it's time for you to get on up and go to the other side. I'm ready to start doing some work. The spirit of God on the inside of you is ready to be released. You can't be released until you get up and start moving. Until you change from where you are and go to where I'm sending you to. You've been sitting in the same seat too long. You've been worried about who's got your seat while you're sitting in church. You need to get up and go to the other side and find out what I have in store for you. I want you to take a look at where you are today and you're going to discover that the Lord Jesus wants you to get up and move to the other side. If you're still sleeping around and being sexually immoral, he wants you to get up and go to the other side. If you're still living with that man and he won't marry you, it's time to get on up and go to the other side. If you're still angry and bitter and unforgiving and resentful because somebody took advantage of you, he said, get on up and go to the other side. If you're complacent, have no passion, your fire has died out, you have no strength, get on up and say, I'm going to the other side. If you're bored in church, if you won't clap your hands, if you're not ready to praise him, you need to get up and say, I'm moving to the other side. If you want to start a business and you're scared to step on out, he said, get up, put me on your boat, and let's go to the other side. If you're ready for spiritual renewal, if you need a revival in your life, he said, put me on your boat and get up and let's go to the other side. If you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, if you're ready for things to change, get on up and say, Lord, I'm ready to go to the other side. See, some people are not going to understand. That's why Jesus told them to leave the crowd behind. 
They're going to criticize you when you decide to go on with Jesus. They're going to try to discourage you when you go on with Jesus. They're going to try to get you off course when you go on with Jesus. The crowd doesn't understand that you are prepared for the storm. When the wind comes and the rain comes and the wave comes, Jesus is on your boat. You don't have to feel alone. There's a little phrase that's in this passage that I, I missed until I went back and I saw it. They said, they said, Jesus came on boat and then they said some other boats went with them. See, you may feel like nobody care. When they left the crowd, you're going to be all alone. But you're not by yourself. There's somebody else who's sick and tired of being sick and tired. There's somebody else who want to see God move in their life. There's somebody else who will show up at the prayer meeting. There's somebody else say, I'm ready for a change. There's somebody else say, I'll walk along with you. There's somebody else say, I'll encourage you. There's somebody else that said, let's move on up to another place. Let's move on up and let's see the power of God move in this place. There's somebody else will agree with you. There's somebody else that will walk with you. There's somebody else say, I'll, I'll join my faith with your faith and let's let God move in our lives. You don't have to worry about the crowd. You don't have to worry about your kinfolks. You don't have to worry about your friends. All you need is Jesus on your boat. It's time to move. You don't have to worry about the storm. Storms are come. Now, have you ever been watching TV and right in the middle of your program, it's interrupted with a message that says, this is an emergency broadcasting system. But this is only a test. Uh, they don't want you to panic or be in distress when you see that. And they say, it's only a test. They know that they're in charge of the airways and they can come in and do that and they can just turn that off and there's no problem. Well, when Jesus is on board and the storms come, he says, I'm in charge of the storm. This is only a test. All you got to do is trust in me. All you got to do is wake me up. Say, Lord, you're with me. I saw you back there at the back of the boat. I know you're on board with me. You know you're not going to let me drown. You ain't going to let me perish. You told me to go to the other side. And I'm walking with you. I'm talking with you. I'm traveling with you. And I'm doing what you asked me to do. It's only a test. Jesus is on board with you. You can make it to the end. Somebody need to say, I'm going to the other side. I'm, I'm getting rid of all the things that's holding me back. I'm getting rid of every weight and every sin that's easily besetting me. It's going to take faith, but I'm going to the other side. I've not come this way before, but I'm going to the other side. I want to get a little bit higher with the Lord. I want to get a little bit deeper in my walk with the Lord. I want to be a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable, which is my reasonable service. I don't want to be where I used to be. I don't want to walk like I used to walk. I don't want to talk like I used to talk. I don't want to have what I used to have. I want to have the joy of the Lord. I want to have the peace of God. I want to have the strength of the Lord. I want to see his power moving in my life. I want to see his power moving in my home. I want to see his power moving in my family. 
I'm going to go to the other side. I'll check this side out. Nothing else is going on here. I need a new joy. See, some of you haven't had the joy of the Lord in so long, you done forgot what it feel like. Some of you hadn't had a move of the Holy Ghost in you so long, you done forgot what it feel like. You done got to a place where you sit and you soak and you sour, but it's time to get up and say, I need a fresh start. I'm going to start today. I'm going to the other side. If you're ready, say, I'm ready for change. I'm at a crossroad. I need things to change in my life today. I need God to move. I'm just tired of being sick and tired. I'm tired of just being routine. Life shouldn't be routine. Every day there should be some excitement. Every day there ought to be a new day, a new opportunity for excitement, a new opportunity. God didn't call us just to be all so ran and average and every day. You're just trying to make it to the end of the day. I'm just trying to make it, Pastor. I'm just trying to make it. With the power of God in you, the strength of God, the anointing of the Holy Ghost in you, and you just trying to make it? You ought to be full of joy, full of peace, full of strength. These signs shall follow them that believe. He says, I've given you all power and all authority. He says, I've added all these things unto you. You seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. All these things ought to be added to you. When you walk in the room, somebody ought to say, that man looked like he's got power and authority. They ought to be asking you, what happened to you? You say, I came over to the other side. I was down, but I'm not out. I was sick, but now I'm well. I didn't have any joy, but now I have the joy of the Lord. And that's my strength. It's not up to the pastor to get you there. You got to get on that boat for yourself. The church has lost power because the people of God haven't gone to the other side. Hallelujah. Father, this morning I pray right now that in this congregation we rise up as you direct us. Father, we'll strengthen the faith to go to the other side. To do what you call us to do. To be who you call us to be. There's somebody right here today that's, that's looking for change. They don't have any joy, any peace, any significance in their life. But you are our joy. You are our peace. You are our significance as we trust you. And we follow you. Give us the faith to go to the other side. I want you to bow your heads. There's somebody in here today that don't even know this Jesus we're talking about. And you can't get to the other side until you really get with him. If you're here today and you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and as your Savior, here's a good time to make a commitment to him. When you're walking with the Lord, he pours out all that he is and all that he has into your life. He has blessings in store. He has an abundant life for you. The Bible tells each of us who are believers that we walk by faith and not by sight. This is Jerry G. Martin with The Light of the World. I certainly hope that you've enjoyed the message today, and I hope that it has encouraged you in your faith. Trust God and trust what he says in his word, that he will do what he has promised. You may have tried everything else you know to do, but have you tried placing your trust and faith in God and stay in the course until you see God move on your behalf. If you would like to hear today's message again in its entirety, join us on our podcast 
at The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. You can listen to today's message as well as previous messages that have aired on this station. I want to take just a moment to invite you to come and join us. We're meeting in person every Sunday at the Light of the World Christian Fellowship. We're located at 16161 Old Humble Road in the Humble North Houston area. Our services begin at 10. We have social distance protocols and health protocols still in place as we are conscious that we want everyone to remain safe and healthy as they come and enjoy the worship and the Word of God. Pastor Jackie Martin is in a wonderful series right now, and you will be blessed. I invite you to go to our website at lowcf.org for more information. If you have a prayer request and we can stand with you in faith, believe in God with you, call us at 281-964-1393. That's 281-964-1393. Now for the light of the world, this is Jerry G. Martin saying, May the Lord our God richly bless you, and we'll be with you again next time.